Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of English learning podcasts out there, and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one. If I could ask a favor from you, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the channel. Once again, thank you so much and enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So you're studying English. You want to become a better English speaker. Well, let's talk about a couple things that native English speakers say all the time. Now, on this channel, we have a private Discord for members only. And a member, her name is Linda, recently visited the island of Elba. And I did ask her if it was okay to share this information. She put up a very beautiful dish of some sort of seafood. And to respond to her, I said, I'm not really a seafood guy, but when in Rome. That is something probably only a native English speaker would say. So let's talk about the two main parts. First, I said, I'm not really a seafood guy. That's another way to say, I don't normally eat seafood. I don't really like seafood. Let's finish the rest of this lesson in my garage because it's just too windy out here. Yeah, it's definitely not as pretty in here, but at least you will be able to hear me. So I was talking about how I'm not a seafood guy. When you don't like something, let's say pizza, you can say, ah, I'm not a pizza guy. I mean, who doesn't like pizza? Or if you identify as female, if you are a woman or a girl, you can say, eh, I'm not a pizza girl. Maybe you don't like country music. You can say, hey, I'm not a country guy. You know what's really popular now is Star Wars. Hey, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm actually a Star Wars guy. Let me know in the comments, are you a Star Wars guy? Or are you a Star Wars girl? The next thing I said, well, when in Rome, that is short for a saying we have in English, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And what that saying means is that if you are a guest somewhere, you should just do what they do if you want the real experience. Now, Elba is an island, so of course, the sea surrounds that island, and I'm sure they eat a lot of seafood. And even though I don't, since I am visiting there, I should do like they do and eat seafood. When you say, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, if you say it to a native English speaker, you can simply say, when in Rome. And it doesn't have to be just Rome. It could be Elba or Australia or the United States. When you are visiting a place, you shouldn't judge them how you live. 
you should judge them by how they live. If you would like to become a channel member and join us on Discord, there's a, a link right there in the comment section. Now that you know these two very common sayings that probably only English speakers say, I hope you will feel more comfortable the next time you have to speak English. Thanks for watching. See you next time. In this English lesson, you are going to take a road trip with an English teacher and learn English phrasal verbs along the way. It is very early in the morning. I need to take my son to a hockey camp that is three hours away. So I will be driving six hours today, three hours there and three hours back. The first thing I need to do is turn on the lights. And the second thing I need to do is wake up. Yeah. I know I'm out of bed and everything. You might hear that phrasal verb. Oh, he woke up at 5.35 this morning, which I did. Yeah, I was sleeping and then I became awake, but I'm still kind of groggy. Like I'm not fully awake. So I still need to fully wake up. I still need to wake up. And to do that, I think I'm going to take a shower. But um, I wouldn't really want to drive right now because I'm still a little sleepy. I still need to wake up, maybe get some caffeine. All right, we got our caffeine. This is warm. It's been left in my garage. It just saves more room in the refrigerator. So I am going to put some ice in a glass Cool it off that way, ooh, phrasal verb there, cool it off. Cool this off, get this cold, take a few sips, and yeah, my family has way too many pairs of shoes. Yeah, that was just a sip. It's a, it's a small drink of something. If I took a gulp, that would be much bigger. And now for my shower, I need to get naked for that one. So you are not invited. You're invited on this road trip. Yeah, sure. You are going to ride along with me. Is that a new phrasal verb for you? Ride along. It's exactly what it sounds like. You are going to ride along on this car trip with me. Just not the shower. Okay, I'm all freshly showered or I showered up. Yes, that is a phrasal verb. We love to put up at the end of verbs. So the next thing I need to do is gas up the car, but it's a little cold out. So I put on a sweatshirt, probably just to start the day. It is going to warm up. Oh, another phrasal verb with up. My family may have a lot of shoes. I only have one pair of shoes. And if you have been watching this channel for any length of time, you know those shoes. Those are dad shoes. Maybe I should explain a little bit about dad shoes. It comes from mom jeans. Those are those high-waisted jeans that moms sometimes wear. I'll put a picture up there of what mom jeans are. So I just made up my own term, I think, dad shoes. It's the type of shoes dads wear. They're comfortable though. I forgot to grab a key. And now because we have such a long road trip, 
I need to gas up the car or fill up the car. That just means put all of the gas I can into the gas tank. I totally forgot. Before we gas up the car, I needed to start it up. So I had to start up my car and I just did. So I started it up, started it up. I just started it, it up. That's hard to say. I just started up my car. I just started it, it up. I just started it, it up. I just started it. I just started up. I just started it. I started it up. All gassed up, but now I need to plug up my phone. Plug up. I would show you that, but I'm actually recording on my phone, so I can't. You'll just have to trust me. Back home, just waiting for my son to wake up. I got up really early, but it's starting to cloud up. I hope we don't get any rain on our road trip. Cloud up, yeah, that's another phrasal verb. My son is all packed up for his trip. Did you see the bags? Well, inside those bags uh, is everything that he needs for his hockey camp. He's packed up and now I need to load up the car. I'm going to put his stuff in the car for him so he'll have it for his trip. All right, half of the road trip is complete. I just dropped my son off at the dorms he will be staying at for the next three days. And now I'm ready to go back home. You notice that phrasal verb there, drop off. So I have the car. I'm going to continue driving with the car, but he got out of the car and stayed somewhere. That's what it means to drop someone off. The opposite is pick up. I'll pick him up in a couple days. So we are about halfway through the trip. I am going to fill up here at this gas station right there behind me. Gas is a little bit cheaper here in New Hampshire than where I live in Maine, a different state. But I just fueled up inside. I grabbed a few snacks and some juice. You can also use fuel up for your body. You can give yourself more energy with food and drink. I got quite a bit of driving ahead of me. I hope you have enjoyed this English lesson with phrasal verbs. If you're looking for more work with phrasal verbs, right up there is one I did with food. Thanks for watching. See you next time.